Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking with Eric Davies. He is the Manager of Implementation Services at Zero Day Technology Solutions. Now, if you don't know what that means, don't worry. He's going to explain it during this episode. It will all be clear. I would encourage you to sit back, uh, take some notes as we jump into this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today, I've got Eric Davies with Zero Day Technology Solutions. Eric, tell us a little bit about what your current role is. Um, Well, John, my current role is Implementation Services Manager for the Zero Day Technology Group. What uh, my group does is essentially uh, layer two installations for routing and switching, wireless, uh, phone deployments, and things of that nature. And I am the manager of that group. So what I do is make sure that the proper resources are assigned to the proper projects with the correct skill sets, make sure that they've got all the information that they need and all the tools they need to be successful while out and on the job. Very cool. So you guys are doing the behind the scenes infrastructure that keeps, uh, you were mentioning phones, uh, switches. So is that network? technology as well that is correct yep so routing and switching is so for network connections uh um you know everything has to run back to a switch to get a signal from uh where it's being powered or sourced from and and such as a connection to the internet for instance a voip or you know voice over ip phone requires a connection back to the switch for both power and connectivity so we install those configure those as well as put at the endpoints for the users very cool. Keeping everybody running. The I love the the infrastructure, the backbone of what keeps us all connected. I love it. Um, how did you actually come to be in the the Keeley Company's family? Uh, so <clears throat> that was actually an interesting story. Uh, I've been here a little over six years now, and I was originally approached by Eric Krieger um, almost seven years ago. Um, and it was ADB Technologies at the time. It was a very small group. And he had asked me if I had been interested. I was working in construction. And I said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy where I'm at uh, as far as uh, what I'm doing, right? I'm working with my hands and I'm, I'm seeing the, the end results of my progress every day, which I just always found very satisfying. And uh, he said, okay, well, if you ever change your mind, let me know. And then Uh, Things just weren't working out as far as we just weren't able to sustain uh, the way we were growing inside the group there uh, with with that company. So I asked Krieger, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. So I asked Mr. Krieger if they still had interest uh, in in me joining. And he said, absolutely. So I applied and met with him and uh, Wendy, who was uh, working HR at the time, and then joined us um, back then. And I started uh, low man on the pole right there. I was just pulling cable at a local air force base and, uh, and I just really liked it. And, uh, from there, I just kept asking if I could be on more projects and it was really neat. I very much enjoyed it from, from day one. I started working with interesting people such as Andrew beer and Christopher Hartman and just really, really liked the team I was working with. That's really cool. So kind of grew your way up into now where you're managing the entire group. Yes. So what made you decide to get into this particular part of IT? Had you always thought that you would enjoy it or was it something that you just uh, transitioned into and really decided that you enjoyed? Well, 
from when I when I was doing the construction, uh, my favorite part of doing it was always um, running uh, all the uh, connections inside the homes. We would do um, uh, the power right. We would it would we would run everything. Uh, Romex cable and things like that to uh, through the walls and then, uh, you know, into the outlets. I thought, I saw this is really fascinating. So that was how I kind of got started talking to Eric about it. And he was mentioning how zero day does the low voltage side of things like that. And I always thought that that was very interesting. I had an interest in it back in high school. And so it kind of peaked it when he had mentioned what we were, they were doing. Uh, And then once I got the opportunity and started getting my hands on it, I just thought how fascinating it was. You always think about how, you know, when you connect like on your computer and your internet is either working or it's not working, you're never thinking about what might be causing that, what's giving you such a great connection or such a uh, terrible connection. And I was just very fascinated by all the different aspects and things that were going on behind the scenes that I had never really thought of before. And I just thought it was always very interesting. And I just really took to it day one. That's awesome. When you look at... Uh, the work that you and your team does, um, obviously a growing field. There's there's always need for this. Even when people think wireless, you have to connect the wireless access points back through the, the layer two. Um, what's some great advice that you would give somebody who's considering either getting into the industry if they're younger or maybe doing a mid-course career change like you had done? Uh, what are some great uh, pieces of advice that you would offer to them? Uh, well, first, I would I would offer them uh, the advice to say uh, twofold. You want to start with um, the beginning, right? Uh, kind of where I did. Uh, figure out how the physical connections make it back to the equipment and what and what routes that takes. Um, so, for instance, you could start playing around with uh, you know maybe you have. Uh, wireless internet in your home and you're not really thinking about it but that connects to a router and then to an access point that that showers obviously you know blankets your house in the signal so you can start there and kind of just kind of take a look at it play around with it see how it works and things like that you can connect to it uh, physically with a computer and, and start seeing how that that all that runs and then the other side is to figure out what that first step is going to be so if you're interested in doing it then you just kind of got to decide. It's not something that you necessarily have to go to school for. Uh, Many of the team members uh, on my team, as well as myself and others in the company, didn't technically go to, like, didn't take a college course for this. Some some did, some guys and gals did, but a lot don't when they want to do that mid-career change. There are many online courses you can take, and that itself can just show you, man, I am really interested in this, or you find it, uh, maybe this is a little bit too much for me so it's it's very easy to find out if you want to be a part of this and then the next steps are just as simple as signing up for free online courses uh, to watch some videos and some lectures uh for some from some of the experts and then taking that very next step all the way right up into your first um test where you become certified as a you know network administration or engineer and then there you go then you're off and running i love that yeah it's uh the IT field, many times people look at it as a black box or magic, and it's actually not. It's it's very logical and, and very step by step, but you have to get exposure to it somehow. So I appreciate you sharing that there are multiple routes to go into it. You don't just have to go 
uh, one way to get in there and be a success. Absolutely. hundred percent. Correct. The, a lot of the guys on my team, even as of recently in the past few months were gentlemen who had just done a course change. Um, one of the guys he had taken, uh, he was working in a hospital in the pharmacy and he had taken just a, just, he just changed his course and decided he was going to take some technical classes at a local college. And he got uh, his certification through there. And I had another gentleman who was working in the insurance field and he took online courses and got his certification through there. And these were guys that had been working there for several years and just decided that they wanted Man, to, awesome. that they thought, you know what? I, I like messing around with this. I like doing it at home. I bet I can make a career out of this. And, and the answer is absolutely. Yes, you can. You know, and that's, it's a great point to make too, because so many times people may feel trapped in a job and say, I don't have any skills and, you know, aptitude, attitude, and a desire to learn goes a long way into making you marketable, especially when it comes to this type of a role. Yep. We've got them uh, big and small, young and old. <laughs> All shapes and sizes. <laughs> I like that. Well, obviously, this is an area that, you know, detail orientation matters and, and lots of challenges, no, nothing the same every day. What's an example of a time when you solved a or your team solved a difficult problem um, that you guys are really proud of and what led to you guys being so proud of it? Uh, well, you know what? Um, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, it's simply because I'm just proud of these guys every day. And I know it sounds kind of like the golden answer, but uh, I really am. So if I were to pinpoint uh, one or two prime examples, um, I would have to say um, we've come across a few um, government or military operations uh, that were, has required our services. And um, their um, approach to getting the equipment in uh, before we have <clears throat> always arrived has been, um, uh, you know, you want it in, you want it operating and things like that. And then after that, they don't normally have uh, generally some like a specialist on site who's maintaining it or keeping it organized. Mm -hmm. And so we've come in to many messes, uh, cables all over the place, things that aren't even plugged in, um, things that have just been removed without being decommissioned and pulled out. And it's just been causing them nothing but problems. And while we were sent there to do a specific task, um, their cluster of a mess would be preventing us from even being successful. So we would reach out to uh, basically somebody who was in charge, local management or business leaders, whatever the case may be, depending on the site, and would ask them if it would be all right if we could do our process, but after hours, because we would like to basically remove and decommission all the equipment that's in our way, uh, clean up the mess for them, and then put it all back. So basically you would start, imagine a pot of just noodles, right? Spaghetti noodles just everywhere. Cables all over the place. <laughs> it's a big mess. Uh, basically we would take out each noodle, and lay it over the side of the pot, right? Until it's just, everything is just in a nice, neat line. And then we would put them all back in one by one, one over the other, one over the other sort of thing, and just layer it like that. And that becomes such a unique problem because you have to, A, remember where everything comes from, B, where everything goes, yeah. and then C, make sure that now that you've removed it, put it back in, is it working on the other end? Uh, and it's always created unique situations and, and unique problems, but the resolution was always fantastic. Uh, we always took pictures that we're proud of, which I know has been hosted on uh, the Keeley uh, social media pages uh, throughout the years. And I've seen it in some of our marketing material. And it's just, I always like to stand back and go, man, what a good looking job. 
you know, it just looks fantastic. And I love that because I just love feeling that way. And and we put that pride into everything, not just uh, to showcase for our customers, but even in our own buildings, when we did uh, the zero day office, the Keeley office, I have heard several times from people and I personally wasn't involved in those operations, but I've heard several times from people that come in to say, man, it, it looks so clean in here. I love the way that you have these ran. I love the way they're organized, the colors. It just, it's incredible looking. And we like to put that into everything. So that's always been uh, one of the most unique challenges that we'll find is, is going in and essentially cleaning up somebody's mess for them. Uh, and it yeah. just, it, I just think it just looks so good. And, and everybody's just always so pleased with the work afterwards. Bringing order oh, from chaos. Buddy. That's, that's it, really sweet. It is. I mean, you're talking <laughs> hundreds, if not thousands of, of connections uh, to get this up and running and, and remember where everything goes. And it's, it's quite a bit of an undertaking and, and a lot of effort goes into it. And I, I applaud those guys every time that they get it done. Absolutely. It takes a special kind of person to not just give up and throw their hands and, and right. add to the mess, but to actually be willing to fix it and bring that order in. That's exciting. Uh, let's talk about the flip side. And this could either be at work or certainly in your personal life. Uh, most of us le learn best from our failures. Um, what is a failure or on the surface, an apparent failure uh, that really set you up for the success that you're now experiencing? Um, I would say that uh, the failures that I've experienced that have set me up for the success that I feel like I have right now is simply um, through uh, leadership. I had always asked uh, whenever the opportunity presented itself to uh, take the reins, be in charge, uh, so to speak, uh, maybe if just from my boots on the ground level, if there's five of us, you know, is it all right if I run with this? Can I, you know, the, the orders and, you know, should be being issued from one person. Um, there's always somebody that's up mm -hmm. high, right? But I think it always takes a, a, somebody special close to the ground, like eyes on it kind of thing um, that can help relay that message and things like that. So I've always asked to do that. And through that, I've learned the what I feel is the best way to communicate with people. Um, sometimes there are frustrations involved. Right. And you just you, you know, you're ready to, to, you know, bang your hand on the on the table and, and just kind of scream at the world. <laughs> and uh, it might feel good in the moment. But it only ever leads to more problems, right? And I've had those experiences. I've had those issues and I've had those shortcomings. Um, everybody has a temper, whether it be mm. big or small. And I had found that that wasn't the uh, best way to go, right? That wasn't the best course of action. And from there, I have just kind of used those uh, mistakes and those failures to sort of mold the kind of uh, manager and leader that I want to be. I like to be someone who's very positive, very open-minded, uh, who's been there before, who has done what these guys have done. I've been on the road. I've been in the mix. And so I can also be a sympathetic ear. But at the same time, I also bring uh, a, a strong knowledge to it so that I can help them solve the problems, even though I'm not there to physically see it. Uh, and as well as be uh, stern and say, hey, this is how we've done it in the past. This is how I've done it. And I've had nothing but success in these areas for this. And so this is how I expect it to go. And I think that that's all just really led to me being the kind of manager that I want to be and the kind of manager that I, that I believe others respond well to. Yeah. I like that. The, the ability to lead through your example to, you know, be able to say, I've done it. 
Uh, I know what you're going through, but also to be able to build people up in a way that uh, at the end of the day, they feel like they're able to do more than maybe they were even uh, believing their, their I own agree. I call it leading that. from the front. That's a great way to put it. I like that. Leading from the front. Not standing in back barking orders. As much as I possibly can be. Yes, sir. <laughs> Especially in a management role that's challenging when you have other things going on. But let, let me ask you this question. Uh, obviously, you know, there's there's the tactical and operational side of things. There's the management, the leadership. How do you get yourself into that state where you're able to feel like you're in a flow state? Um where you put your head down and you look up and you go, man, I got a lot done. And you look at your watch and an hour has passed and it seemed like five minutes. How do you prime yourself to be able to get into that state where you feel like you're accomplishing massive amounts of work? Um, well, you know, and this is the same advice that I give to my guys uh, out in the field. And it's advice I would, I try to give to anybody. Um, a lot of things come at you at once. The world moves very fast, especially in the technology field. Um, you know, it's, it's, you, you have to get five or six things done before you can even really take your first step in, in the, in the process of why you're even on site to do a job or why, whatever it is that you're focusing on. And so it can become very overwhelming. And, and a lot of that comes back to me, right? We get a lot of guys asking a lot of questions or there's just a constant flow of projects that need, that require specific resources and skill sets. And I've got to take a look at them all. And with everybody, they're always ready to get it done now, right? I want to get it done as soon as possible. And that's, and that's perfectly fine. And so what I try to do is just take a breath, count to three and slow down and just do one at a time. I may not even necessarily pick the most important one. I just say this one. Okay. I haven't, I know the answer to that one. Doom done off my list. Second one. Okay. What's the answer to this specific problem? Okay. Do it done off my list. And I just, I just do my best to take them one at a time. And it sounds like such a easy answer, right? But it's, it's so it's, everybody gets overwhelmed. It happens all the time. And it's hard mm -hmm. to remember to just, just take it one at a time, do it. And the next thing, you know, you had 10 things staring you in the face and you're like, Oh, all right. Now I'm ready to begin my day. I had 10 problems. All of a sudden I've solved them all. I'm ready to get my day. Uh, and then you, again, like you said, you feel like maybe five minutes have gone by and you're like, okay, well that was two hours, but you know what? It's out and now I'm ready. I can go. Uh, and that's the same, that would be the same way when we'd be in the field, you know, okay, well we come in, we open a closet. We're like, Whoa, that is quite the mess. What do we do here? All right. Well, here's step one. We have to do that. Okay. But before we get to step one, how can we do that? Right. You just, you take it. Each moment at a time, you just execute it, and then you say, all right, that's off the list. Next step, off the list. Next step, off the list. And the next thing you know, uh, it's been taken care of. That's great. Breaking that problem down into doable steps as opposed to looking at the big, giant disaster. Exactly. In front of I you. mean, <laughs> you, even in your personal life, right, you think, I've got the family coming over for Easter or Christmas. I have a basement, a main level, and a second floor. Okay, my wife's pregnant, and I have a four-year-old. That's a lot of rooms to clean. What do I do? Well, I don't look at it as I have the whole house to clean and the grass to cut. Just look at it as one task at a time. Bathroom, done. Grass, mode. Kitchen, clean. All right, what's next? Vacuuming, do it, right? Just and, and you get a sense of accomplishment out of it. You don't feel so overwhelmed. You actually feel good because you're like, all right, I've done that. Instead of looking at, 
the whole picture, like you said, one step. And you just, and you, honestly, it makes you feel better about it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you are so well fitted for the role that you're in because everything that I hear is just take a logical approach, one step at a time. And that's, that is awesome, man. I love that. Um, with your view, the, the way that you view the world, I would, I, I love to ask this question because everybody answers it differently. But if I could put you in God mode where you had access to all of the digital information that you could force on my screen of my iPhone or iPad or, or any of my devices, what would you pop up on everyone's screen around the world? What would you want to say to them? Could be an image, could be a, a quote, or it just could be you saying something to them. But what do you think that everybody needs? Um, to hmm. Well, uh, I would, <laughs> it, you know, it just depends, uh, I guess, on the situation at hand, right? Um, in, in this current climate, that we have going on right now, uh, as you know, John, um, the world outside um, is just, it's just all over the place, right? Everybody's uh, focusing on staying healthy, mm -hmm. staying safe, obviously staying distant from each other. And in that aspect, uh, I see a lot of things about um, uh, people helping other people uh, and also people kind of being selfish. And so if I could, I guess I would put, I would send out an image uh, from the classic comedy Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where they where they are in the future, <laughs> Love this. Um, uh, in Rufus's time, and they're basically saying, "Be excellent to each other." Um, and I just think that that's just it's funny and it's humorous, but it's at the same time it's like just just be a good person, just be excellent to each other. It's it's the yeah. simplest most easiest thing that somebody can do. Uh, if you see something that you may necessarily not need, don't take it. Uh, if there's a road that doesn't need to, that you don't need to go down, don't do it. If it's going to only benefit you and not uh, your fellow man and things like that. It's, it's all about, it's not me going through it. It's not you going through it. Everybody's going through it. So let's all just take the time to be good to each other and we can get it through. It seems a little corny, a little cheesy, but in the end uh, it's the only way. That's a great answer and a great movie too. I might add. Excellent taste in movies, my man. <laughs> At least for you and I. Everybody else may shake their head, but I gotta I, say, it's it was just a, that was a good it's movie. just one one of the ways I feel about it. Um, you know, and it's I I myself um, I kind of feel like I'm the person that I am, uh, not only through my failures, and then of course I had uh, you know great people uh, to grow up with around. Um, but I immerse myself in a lot of pop culture and I really vibe and get off of the, like the positive stuff. And it's things that always uh, stick with me, you know, that just says, this is what you want. If you want to, you know, you see like a scene in a movie, you're like, man, that made me feel really good. Give me the warm and the fuzzies. Well, then act like that. And, uh, and you'll feel mm -hmm. really good about it, you know? Um, and I think the other thing is, uh, you know, if you have a strong conviction for something, you should. Um, you should, you should stick with that too. It's, it, you really want to press forward with it. You really believe it. Um, you think that it's the best course of action and you say, okay, let's go for it. Um, there was a, um, I'm really uh, big into comic books. So there was a quote that, and I'm not sure if it originated from Captain America, but it always stuck with me. And I read it 12 years ago, maybe. Um, and you know, it was something that he had said where it said, it doesn't matter what the press says. doesn't matter what the politicians or the mass of people say, it doesn't matter if the whole 
country decides that something wrong is something right. This nation was founded on one principle above all else, the requirement that we stand up for what we believe, no matter the odds or the consequences. When the world and the press and the whole mass of people tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree beside the river of truth until the whole world know you move. And I just think that that's Man, just that's a awesome. really good message. So if I were to spread one, it would be, let's be excellent to each other. And if you just have a strong fundamental that you just have to abide by and stand by and everybody else says that you're wrong, even though you believe you're right, I say that that's the other one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, stand by your values. It's a, the measure of a person uh, is during hard times, are they able to stand by their values and, and are those values Absolutely. contributing to society? So I love it. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, when you look at um, the, the current situation, so if, if you're listening to this uh, when it before uh, the, the COVID-19 uh, outbreak uh, is going on right now, so we're practicing physical distancing and and everything to try and flatten the curve. So just to give you a little context uh, of where we're at in time, if you're listening to this uh, a couple of years down the road. So certainly uh, important, important no advice. And I appreciate you sharing that, Eric. Well, man, I certainly appreciate your time today. Thanks for uh, sharing with, uh, with me and, and also with our listeners. Um, I know there's a lot of good stuff to go on. Um, infrastructure development is critically important as we're finding out as we're adding more video conferencing every day to be able to stay remote work from home. So I will let you get back to it. Uh, and thank you again. John, for thanks sharing, for having me, uh, man. I really appreciate today. it. Thanks for joining us here on the Under Construction Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can choose either the anchor.fm forward slash U website or your favorite podcatcher. Look forward to talking to you in another couple of weeks. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.